this is the Bedford Blues Podcast. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Blues Podcast. Well, we're into the final week of the 2022-23 campaign and what a cracker we've got lined up to end proceedings for another year with. It's rugby weekender at Goldenton Road as international age-grade rugby returns to the town when England under-19s host Italy under-19s under the Friday night lights before the real big one as Bedford Blues welcome old rivals Coventry on Saturday for the post-match end-of-season party. Discounted tickets still available for both of those games. Simply head to our website www.bedfordrugby.co.uk forward slash tickets for the best prices. While Mike Reyes' side still have a job to do, one team that have sailed through their campaign with flying colours is our Bedford Blues women's side, who have helped complete a club 1-2 of top four places this season in what was their first campaign at NC2 level. With the recent news that they will be shifting all training and match activity to Goldenton Road from now onwards, it's a really exciting time for Dalvin and Dahl and Peter Frost's side, and delighted to be joined by three stars of the team for this latest Blues podcast episode. I'm joined by club captain Emma Graham and a duo that have also worn the armband at times this past season, which is Lucy Middleton and Emily McBaron. How are we all team? All good, thanks. Yeah, yeah, feeling good. Emma, I'll start with you because you are well. You and Lucy have featured on the on the Blues podcast before, um, but Emma, I want you you to start because you can talk through the season as a whole. We'll go into specifics later on. Firstly, from a personal perspective and a team perspective. The 2022-23 campaign in words by Emma Graham. Um, I think for me, it's obviously been a disappointing and challenging season, um, mainly due to the fact that I've had to obviously watch a lot of it from the sideline, picking up a, an injury within two minutes of uh, our first pre-season game uh, wasn't really the the sort of vision that I had for the season trying to turn that into like a positive spin. It's been a, a season where I've learned how to um, look after myself better physically, uh, to, to build strength and come back from an injury and, and get 10 minutes, you know, at Gaunton Road against St. Neots. I couldn't be more privileged, I guess, um, in this situation to not have uh, an ACL and, uh, and have so many amazing people around that have provided me, you know, rehab, physio, guidance, shoulders to cry on, and I feel really grateful. It's been really good to see the team from the sideline and not from a full-back position, um, seeing the, the growth in numbers from training into matches, um, you know, other players taking leadership roles that may not necessarily have done that last season, uh, and just seeing the, the overall confidence in players that may only be, you know, in their second or, or third game of rugby ever. Uh, I think it's just incredible to see the, the standard always increasing. Um, and it's given us a real nice platform to move into next season, coming, you know, all our home games at Bournemouth Road. Yeah, it's it's a really good position for us to be in. Um, but we're now obviously looking forward just to having a little bit of break, I guess. Lucy, I don't like putting people on the spot too much, but I will do to start this one. How important has she been for the team this season, despite being injured? She's like the main part. She's Bedford Blues women, isn't she? She's the history maker. She keeps the team running. Even though she hasn't got an ACL, no problem. No ACL, no problem. <laughs> she still turns up to training. She still turns up to every match day early. She still helps us warm up. She still runs the tea on for me. She still does everything that a captain does, but just from the sideline. 
And then obviously having that 10 minutes where everyone cheers her on the St. Neots and having her back on that pitch with us is just everything, isn't it? Having that support back on the pitch, knowing that you've got that fullback behind you while you came on the wing, knowing you've got that person on the pitch that is always going to be there and always putting 100% and always going to make that tackle is amazing. I'm loving how embarrassed you're getting here. It's, re- it's really fun. Yeah, yeah we can, we'll change the subject. <laughs> we'll move it on. No, well, I'll give you some credit as well because, yeah, fair play to you because to be injured on the first game, to be captain, I know we made a big deal out of it on the morning and then I got a text message after I finished the run, I think, to say captain's gone down injured, she's out for the season. And in fairness to you, you could have gone into your shell you didn't you've coached the team you've done a great job on social media and yeah you have been a huge part of the team that's why I've got you into this podcast even though you didn't want to do it you are a huge a huge part of this team and I'll, and I'll keep talking because it's winding you up and I can see how, how embarrassed you're getting but okay we'll move on we'll move on the topic we'll move on Gordonton Road next season becomes your home your permanent home just how big a step is that for the club at the moment uh, I think it's a massive step I think through both seasons we played, our Golden Ray matches are always a highlight for everyone. The support and the atmosphere we get here is it's amazing. Playing on that pitch and hearing the noise that the crowd make, especially at the last match we played here against Peterborough, it was just insane. Um, I think it's going to help us integrate into the club more um, as well. And obviously the training facilities are going to be amazing for us too. I know our sports are really looking forward to having the scrum machine whenever we want it. Um, so yeah, I think it's a massive part <laughs> and a big step forward for us. In terms of that, you talk about that team ethic and becoming part of Bedford Blues. Is that why you join this team? Is that why you enjoy it? How, how do you see it at the moment? Because you are technically part of Bedford's Premier Sporting Club now. How do you see it all? I think, like we've said over and over again, it's part of the Blues family, isn't it? It's been at Goldington Road. It's been associated with the men's team, with the juniors, with everyone. It's a massive club. And I feel really privileged to say that I play for Bedford Blues women. And when people ask me, oh, is that to do with the men's team? We can now say, well, yeah, we train at Goldington Road. We play at Goldington Road. All our home fixtures are there now. It's just, I feel really privileged. I feel like it's an honour to be part of this team. You also got to think about like the, the journey that a lot of the women, particularly those that like joined before lockdown, and like at that point when the pandemic came in and we couldn't train, you know, I'd only been to like one session, and then yeah. the lockdown started, and there was like you know um, no training, um, and and to meet you know to a group of women for the yeah. first time, but. Credit to everyone, and you know, at the time, like Mark, um, who you know got us on like live sessions, um, started getting us back into like fitness when we were allowed to, small groups in a six, no contact, and things like that. Um, you know, that I think it just shows how we've grown as a team, and, and like you said, that family um, environment, because people still keep coming back yeah, and, yeah. and people are always like, yeah, I'll help out. I'll do this. I'll do that. Um, so yeah, it's really, really cool how um, close knit the, the team mm-hmm. is, even with new people coming in as well. They're like welcomed in straight away. So think as well that from when we started before lockdown, hardly any of us had played rugby before. 
to go from that point it was like what, a handful, three four years yeah. ago mm. to where we are now is amazing it was part of that journey what's next get promotion within the league <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we won yeah I feel that as a team, with all the potential that we've got in this team, we could get up next it's season. It's so achievable. Yeah. We just have we have to have a good pre-season, we have to have good numbers, we have to have ACLs all intact <laughs> um throughout the whole season, please remember. Um I feel we've got a really good chance to get promoted, get up to NC one. Yeah. And then go from there. In terms of that numbers point that you say about it's it's a huge thing here at the club. The Junior Blues is on 500 numbers arising. Obviously, with the men's team, it's slightly different. You've you've kind of got a free reign as well. And there's about, what, 50, 60 players I think that have played yeah. for this team and mm-hmm. have played a competitive game. It's huge for this town. Yeah, it is. I think it's huge for, like, women mm-hmm. in sport. Like, you know, that momentum from, uh, you know, the Red Roses with, like, the Six Nations and then the World Cup. Um, and you look at how many people are invested in uh, the women's sport at the moment that we have to be able to jump on board with that and give people access within Bedford, within the community, um, and also use that opportunity of the under-18s, the the juniors, the girls coming up and through. And I think that's something that we definitely want to look at and develop and and have, um, you know, better access for them to come through. Um, You know, we've had a couple of under 18s that have you know stepped into the the women's team and we definitely want to see more of it and, and cur- really encourage that and you've taken players from different teams this season do you think that's because of your team ethic people want to come and play for Bedford yeah I think it's the I think it's the nature of the team like we said before everyone is so welcoming and we are like a little family and there's like never any drama anything like that and I think that's probably what draws people to us as well and obviously now we're going to have the facilities at Goddington Road and the fab coaches we have. I think that's obviously a massive benefit for people too. Let's talk about the season as well. The season that's just gone. Really proud of you to get top four. Weren't too far away from top three either. Talk about that target for promotion. What are the what are the little minor details that you've got to work on to get right? Tackle <laughs> Especially with the new law coming on, the lower tackling. It's something we've been working on already. I think we always need to be more aggressive. We're not, I think at times we're not aggressive enough. Too nice. Not, yeah, yeah, too nice. So I think that's something we really need to work on, getting lower, big hits, wrapping rounds, and not letting that person go until they're down, as horrible as that sounds. Um, I think that's a massive thing we're working on already. And since we're playing at Goldenton Road, we spoke about it all the time for the men's team this season, making it fortress. If you can do, do that with 500 fans behind you, that's, Half your season done. I feel like now we can say that Goldenton Road is our home. It takes the pressure off a little bit as well. Not having to just have the odd game here and there here, but to say, oh no, we're playing at home, we're playing at Goldenton Road. It takes, yeah, it does take the pressure off and we can just hopefully play a bit more naturally and yeah, a bit more fluid, fluid, what's the word? Fluidity? With more fluidity. And yeah, hopefully things will come a bit more naturally to us. Do you, do you think that was a factor last season? Because you look at the three results, compare them to how you got on in the away games. Yeah. Mm. It's like chalk and cheese at the time. Was there a fear of playing at Golden Road? I felt more pressure here. Definitely. Yeah. I think the nerves in the changing room before were always higher yeah. at Golden Road compared to away games. 
And I think even the away games where we haven't won, the score margin is so much closer, isn't it? The one thing that kind of excites me the most is obviously the people listening won't know we're doing the voting at the moment for Players Player of the Season, uh, ready for the end of season gala dinner and all that kind of thing. What excites me most is there has been, uh, how, how many votes that I have seen, seven different players nominated. So you've got a real good, good, good squad going on here. You're not a, a one person team, which maybe in the first season you were. Mm. I think it shows like how diverse and robust our team is because, like I said, there's so many different skill sets within every position. And also this year, compared to last season, we have competition for most of the positions on the field, which has meant that everyone's got to put a little bit more work in at training, a little bit more work in at games. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. There's so many people that through the season have developed and, and made such an impact on the field. Um, and that also includes... Um, you know, people that maybe miss the end of the season because of injury. Um, you know, you think the likes of um, Kelly um, in the forwards. Bex obviously missed um, part of the end of the season. Like, they were such impactful players within, like, the forwards that you can sort of see that um, them that them gaps a little bit when they're not there. Their voices aren't being heard when, when they're not on the pitch. So, um you know, but then we feel really privileged that we can still put people in those positions, even when them injuries do come, which they are going to naturally come because it's a, a contact sport that we do as part of a hobby, I guess, at this point, <laughs> around jobs and not for me, but for a lot of the players' parent <laughs> parenting, walking dogs and whatever else. Um, so, yeah, there's there's, you know... However many players we've had this season play at least one game could win play of the season this year. Everyone could serve yeah. it easily. And we've got to, sometimes you've got to look back as well and reflect and pause and think about things. We've only played 16 and a half games, so you're in a bloody good position at this point. The sky's the limit now, isn't it? Because I was you, were, you were kind of learning on the job at the start. Yeah. It's definitely scary to think. Now you say 16 and a half games... Mm from not playing any rugby to where we are now is incredible, really. The improvement's incredible. If you think about those first couple of games we had, the improvement is incredible from where we were. We're just so much more cohesive and with each other. Makes those first games look like a mess, <laughs> to be honest. To think from last season to then this season, the improvements we've made there, to then move on to next season... Think about the developments and improvements we can make in the next 12 months. I think yeah. the journey is just starting for us, really. We've got so much potential yeah. to go even higher. Yeah, I think um, the, the 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 growth in numbers, that continuing, the, um, the the standards growing in regards to like the training facilities, the coaching, you know, because this season we've had... Um, more structure within the coaching than we did last season so that will only grow and develop as well going into next season um and i've seen some of the um some of the ideas that frosty's got in regards to pre-season so like good luck to us all because it's gonna it's gonna be really challenging but that will only sort of help us going into 
into next season and, and again given us a really good platform to hopefully hit the ground running um, in that first game and I guess to replicate what we've done in, done in the first 12 months in terms of improvement do it again it's a bloody good journey to be on if you had a message if pe- pe- people were listening to this this is a women's special so to speak if people are listening to this want to join the team want to get involved want to watch the team what's your message just do it I guess (laughs) like as simple as that sounds I think in terms of playing it's a sport for everyone and I think we're it's gonna sound really cheesy but I guess we're a team for everyone as well we have players with such different abilities different sizes and fitness and everything under the sun um yeah there's I guess no no excuse really if you want to come and play then um yeah just go for it I think it's one of the best things I've ever done I think for me too, like from going from playing football to then not doing anything to then being part of this incredible team, there's no reason for anyone to think that they can't join because we've got mums that play, we've got really young that have come up from the juniors, under 18s that have just come up to play for for the women's team. So there's no reason why anyone can't join. There's no boundaries, there's no limits. You can't do it because you're not fit enough. Everyone is welcome. And it's really important to emphasise that point is that you are the hub of the community in terms of, like you represent Bedford. Anyone can get involved. It's not just for those who have had past experience, is it? Mm. It's for everyone and anyone really. Like if if there's anyone out there that wants to give it a try, like just do it. Like you said, we'll get Nike involved. Just do it. There's no boundaries. There's no, no limitations. No one's going to tell you you can't do it. Like we've said before, we're a family and we will always encourage everyone who joins to get involved and participate. I'm sure it's going to be a, a crack in 2023-24. We look forward to welcoming you permanently to Goldenton Road in the next few weeks. I know some of you have got to get off to the... Uh, to your SNC session, so we'll uh, we'll call time on that. But hopefully, that's that's just helped the supporters learn a bit more about the team, give people a chance to get involved, and yeah, best of luck for next season. Thank, Thank you. you.